Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. And I got to say it this time. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm Crystal Lynn. I am not feeling super grounded today, which is ironic when you think about the way some of the astrology is going. Um, some yeah. of it's airy and spacey right now. Mercury is now in Gemini along with the sun, which is the airy spaciness of it. But also we do have Pluto who is back into Capricorn until January of next year. So mm-hmm. that's very earthy. Um, more like shuddering earth, I would, I would say. Um, and in fact it did show up that way. So. Yeah. Yes, it did. Um, we're back. We are back from Greece. We went to Greece. We did stuff. It was, um, to say it was incredible is I think an understatement. It was absolutely one of the coolest things I've ever done for sure. It was so fulfilling. Um, and like, you know, we had some really cool things to observe there. We got to do some star spotting with, uh, Mercury or sorry, with Venus and Mars, but even my personal transits over this week were something to behold. Um, and so it was something I will not soon forget. I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, I am also, I'm really, really, I'm genuinely very grateful for the experience. We're just going to do a little recap. We're going to talk through all the stuff that we did. We're going to talk through the stuff that we learned and channeled and like, just, just chat with you guys about it because we know all of you really wanted to know about how it went. Um, Also, it was one of those experiences where we got back and we're like, cool, we are doing so many more retreats because that was phenomenal. Um, And so I just want to mention it now. We have two spots available for our Ireland retreat. If after this episode, you're like, oh my God, I want to do that. Um, You can with us in August. They The two spots close basically the day you're listening to this though, I think. The 15th? Is that the day Uh, we're listening? I don't remember. 13, 14, 15. Yeah, it is my birthday. The 15th is the day I think everybody is listening to it, but I couldn't, I couldn't get rid of the idea of like, Hey, everybody, it's Emily's birthday. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, so on Thursday, the 15th, it's like the last day to register, but you can still select a payment plan. So it's not like you have to pay for all of it right off the bat. But I just want to start by saying that because I know a lot of people will hear this and be like, Oh my gosh, I want to do that. If you want to do that soon, if you're feeling that Gemini fly by the seat of your pants energy, um, come come hang out with us. <laughs> uh, it was so it was super incredible. Um, we both got there a day early. So we had a little bit of time to kind of decompress. Um, I was thrown very intentionally by Apollo to go find out one, like to go search out one of his temples, which was a really cool experience. Um, so Weston and I went and looked at the ancient Agora, just the two of us. And I got to leave like an offering for it at, temp- at the temple of Apollo there, which was really neat, which is just kind of a bunch of ruins. But the temple of Hephaestus there um, is not just a bunch of ruins. It is like fully standing still. So it was very neat. And that kind of circled about, back around to one of our group members later on who um, was given the god Hephaestus to kind of channel and since I had actually gone there I could show them a bunch of footage from there which was like also part of the push so it was a lot of like very synchronistic experiences throughout the entirety of the trip but that one kind of kicked it off in a big way mm-hmm. yeah I mean it was really cool how how many times it happened that we would make a choice and then somehow mm-hmm. came back around to meaning something to somebody um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I really appreciated about this was how the people who traveled with us really reconnected me to my own relationship with magic and mm-hmm. just attraction and bringing things and, and having faith in things. You know, we spent a lot of the trip with the focus of like, let's help you remember how to make your magic. But then there were certain times where someone would have a message for me, or we would have like this mutual, amazing situation. And mm-hmm. it just reminded me how organic 
It really is. Like you can't go on a trip and be like, oh, I'm going to do all of this and have all these intentions and, and only put out, you are going to receive at the same time, whether mm-hmm. you get it or not. Yeah. I was just gonna say not optional. Like it's just gonna happen, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. It was a really, it, it was incredibly neat to see that reciprocal energy for everybody. Cause I will say that people would come up and be like, I don't know. I'm supposed to ask you a question, I guess. Cause my guides won't stop bugging me. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Well, let me see like what you need Sounds to know. Good. And they'd be like, Oh, absolutely. This is exactly the thing. And then let me share something back to you. But that was exactly what I feel like I need to give you. And it was very, it was just so in depth and it was so connective and everyone made really amazing close friendships for life for sure. Um, when you have the level of like spiritual engagement in such a beautiful adventurous journey, like we had it, it's impossible not to, but every single person was supposed to be there, got the push to be there. Some even just took the plunge without barely even knowing who we were and let was just like, I guess I got to go on this trip and just dove in that way. Um, and like, it was such an honor to get to hold that space and be like, okay, wow, like we are trusted in this way to, and they had an incredible experience as well, even not even knowing who we were and going on this trip with us, um, which was really cool. And we kicked it off. We did like wonderful dinners together, which was really fantastic with the whole group. And we kicked it off with that. We got, had the best tour guide ever. He is awesome. Um, <laughs> he's now like a bestie forever. He's like included, <laughs> like you're coming along, Malcolm. Like you don't get to escape us ever. Um, which was a really, it was so cool for someone who knew nothing about us, nothing about our platform, nothing about what we were doing to see the impact that, you know, having a very functional and easy approach to spirituality had on him was really cool because he only got to hang out with us for exactly a week. He didn't even know what our social media handles were. Like he knew nothing of us. Um, and it was really validating. That was like one of the biggest takeaways for me of like, Hey, we like really helped someone really get to know themselves and like connect with the universe without even having a remote background of connection with us, which was just fabulous. And also made the trip way more fun too. Cause he was great. It was just so neat because from day one, you know, mm-hmm. we had one of the things going in where it was, was like, we, we made sure this was an experience where there was enough planned that we got to do so much together, but there was enough downtime that if you wanted to go out and experience Greece mm-hmm. in whatever way it called you, you had that. And some people really did. People got photo shoots, took cooking classes. And then Malcolm went on a date. <laughs> went on a date. Oh my God. Manifested the date. Like uh-huh. set the intention, hold it off. And that saga continues, which is just so fun to follow. Um, mm-hmm. but then Malcolm shows up and is like, hey, we don't usually do this, and not a people enough people, you know, bring it up, but we can take a three-mast ship to a volcano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we thought right? we had so much more than we could have anticipated. And it was oh my so- gosh. Yeah. He brought it up. He's like, Hey, like, I think you guys would like to do this. Would you like to take a three-mast ship to a volcano? You can hike up the volcano. And then we jump off the ship into the like thermal waters of the volcano, go swimming, like literally jump off the ship, go swimming in those waters, soak in the mud, come back to the ship and then go have dinner, like next to this tiny little village and watch the sunset. And we're just like, yeah. And with that excursion. So that was like, after we went to Santorini. So basically just like a quick rundown of like what we did each day, just so you guys have like kind of a groundwork of like how it all played out. Um, first day, everybody arrived. Second day, we hopped on a massive shuttle, but boat, like a, a massive boat, um, to Santorini, which was really cool. Cause we stopped at other islands along the way. We couldn't really get off, but we could go outside and like, look at them. So you kind of got a little bit of a tour of the islands along with it, which was like really neat. Um, when we got to Santorini, 
uh, we all met up and we did like a walk through the village of Ia and looked at the blue domes, which was a really incredibly cool spiritual experience um, to go into that space because there's so many layers of history throughout every area we went to. Um, and especially along Ia, there's like an old castle that's like at the very edge that most people kind of overlook because it's not the pretty whitewash, whatever. But that was where I felt like some of the strongest spiritual energy and had some moments there. Um, there's kitty cats everywhere. <laughs> the whole place is covered in cats, which was super fun. Um, and then the next day we went on a hike. So we hiked around the caldera of the island. It was a six and a half mile long hike. It was a challenge for a lot of our group. Um, we got had to get up really early. It was hot, but we did it. And it was such a beautiful moment of overcoming and like spiritual connection. And um, it was really, really powerful. And every, the rest of the trip, everyone looked at like the, the cliffside where we hiked and was like, wow, we hiked that. And it was like a really cool sort of energy to carry with. And then the next day we did that, that cruise um, and swam in the waters and went to the volcano and felt the steam of coming off the volcano and, I put my rock that I brought home from the volcano, which I probably wasn't supposed to, but I did anyway. <laughs> it's so many offerings all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you took one little rock home with you. And I think that that was very mutually reciprocal. It was, it was very cute. Um, uh, yeah. And we had a lot of free time to like swim on the beach and like kind of rock hound with some of the clients. And um, I manifested a hagstone, which I was like, it's going to be in the most ridiculous way ever. It was, it was a giant boulder with a hole through it. And I was like, this is fucking mean. Like, you know, not you what on a necklace, but okay. <laughs> but I was like, okay, you win. <laughs> you got the, you, you called it in, um, which was really funny. So just ridiculous that way too. Um, and then we hopped on the shuttle back to Athens and um we all went out as a group not everybody went out but a good portion of us went out at night one night and accidentally found like a massive street party and like went and had dinner and was just we're just kind of tourists and then we did a Parthenon tour which was kind of a really beautiful culmination because the whole tours all got switched around ordinarily we were going to do like Parthenon first and not last and it kind of got flipped so we did the Acropolis last which was exactly what we needed was to do that last because it was truly a space to prove to everybody on the trip look how much you've learned, look how much you've grown. And also look what you can channel into. You don't need us there other than just a sounding board. And people were getting the same experiences, like minutes apart from one another, not even hanging out together and then meeting back on the bus and sharing that they got the same visualizations, the same experiences in the same locations. And they were, it was really, really, really mind-bendingly cool. It was just so neat to be walking around in an ancient site in the uh, at the Acropolis and have just randomly encountering uh, people who are on the trip being like, my guide just told me this. This deity just told me this. This person just said this. There's a fountain over there. I need to find it. And then they would. And it's uh-huh. just like, <laughs> you get to random encounters with people who are actually talking to energies that are there, but not visible was so nice. Cause it felt like that was the norm in the world for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be yeah. cool to, to spread that around. Yeah. And it was neat especially on our side because I mean we do this with each other all the time of like hey I'm having a pink what are you feeling from the energy in that space that's weird and then like we have each other kind of to bounce stuff off of but to have so many people that like anyone from the group could walk up and I'd be like yeah like do you see that over there like do you do you feel this energy or I'm getting super hounded to go find these sacred caves that I apparently can't get to (laughs) um and like would you come along and so there was all these really beautiful moments of just like touch point where we could share and be open and vulnerable and they could share and it was I treasure that experience of like that level of spiritual connection, Um, especially on a tour that we just kind of designed ourselves. We like put the spirituality into a tour that could have been the opposite. Like you could have chosen not to do anything spiritual on that tour and we chose the opposite. And I think we got so much more out of it because of that. 
that was really, it was beautiful to see. Yeah. Another thing that mm-hmm. really blew my mind was spirituality, the way that it's used and applied in the U.S. and the way the exact same spirituality, specifically Christianity, is used mm-hmm. and applied and integrated over mm-hmm. it, um, particularly when we were on Santorini, just observing how personal a practice it can be there and how it's available as a community ex- experience, but it's not as uh, it's not the same as here. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. pass any judgment on the way we do it here, um, but there it was so much more of that personal relationship thing that we are brought up, told you should strive for, but never really given the opportunity to uh, visualize achieving. And then there it's like, no, it's just been that way for years and years and and centuries and centuries. And it made me feel a sense of almost forgiveness. Um, You know, as someone who was raised Christian and still very much applies, not all of what I was raised with, but a lot of core concepts that still remain with me as part of my creed and spirituality, going over there and seeing it done in a way that I've kind of worked with on my own and discovered on my own and realizing like, you can do this in a way that does no harm, that does not Mm -hmm onto other people. Uh, that yeah. was nice. Yeah. There was churches everywhere, like all over the place, but basically we started asking like, is this like, do all of them open at 10 AM on Sunday for like a mass? Like, how does that work? Cause they're, you know, Orthodox, basically Greek Orthodox Catholic sort of church. Um, and basically what our guide was saying is like, no, they're open all day on Sunday. It's just like a continual, if you come, you can sit for 10 minutes and then leave sort of space where it's just this open door energy where everyone sings hymns together. And it's, it was so interesting to see how, though it was very Christian based, um, they still incorporated a lot of magic stuff. Like everyone used the evil eye. That was like a very, very big deal. Um, and of course they like play with it for you, tourists or whatever, but like if you, the locals also were very, would be wearing stuff with the evil eye on it, would have like an evil eye charm on something. Like they take it very seriously, um, which is a magic concept. Like we're deflecting evil. We're doing energy work. Like that is the core of it. Um, also the energy of whoop just lost it it'll come back oh reading coffee grounds it's still a thing that is very common and it is considered like some of the like very like the yayas that are incredibly catholic and go to the church and all this stuff will read the coffee grounds still which is kind of like reading tea leaves if you think about it that way but the pictures are easier to read yeah <laughs> um for sure <laughs> um and we actually had a guide on a little food tour weston and i did and she she read our coffee grounds so the rest of the trip i just kept reading my own coffee grounds the whole time um which was really cool also like the way that i mean in, in this country when someone gets in a car accident or something people will put up like a shrine on that side of the road if the person passed away um for them they will build a little mini church like a little mini blue dome church and put that on the side of the road whether if the person passed away or if the person almost passed away and survived and other people can come and the door opens and like the picture of the person's on the inside to like give that reverence like kind of like a shrine or an altar to that person and like thanking the thanking god or the gods that they they made it through um and other people can add their pictures there too to the space which a couple of them we passed had a whole bunch of pictures and like newspaper clippings and stuff on the inside um just as like little spots of like reverence everywhere which was it's also a very magical thing to do so it was a lot of deep connecting in that way of the the two different where we're it's so diametrically opposed in a lot of ways which it doesn't have to be but i think that like the culture does that, that's not the case. And it was really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just knowing that whatever the outcome was, they're still honoring the moment of it and they're mm-hmm. sharing it with anybody who also relates. So cool. It was also really neat. Um, 
every client basically pulled us aside to be have like a one-on-one or a one-on-two or something throughout the entirety of the trip, which we were more than happy to do. We wanted to do that. Um, and the things that everyone was working on or struggling with or wanted us to tap into were so wonderfully heart forward and wonderfully caring um, for themselves or for others. And that was just, I think, part of the reason that everyone on the trip bonded so closely as well is they were all going through very similar things in a lot of ways. And also like what they talked about with us personally and how they can overcome that. And every single person came back completely changed, like looking at the energy, like including us, like looking at the energy at the start to the energy at the end is very different um, for the better, which was really magical to see. Yeah. And have that connection point. Yeah. And just, you know, there was, there were even times where someone wanted to meet with one person, but got the other person, or even when we weren't there, but Malcolm was there and it ended up being Mm -hmm. that like Malcolm was the perfect person for that moment. And Malcolm kept saying like, wow, this, this was this really big moment. I got to feel this. And I got to, and it was like, yeah, we weren't the ones who were supposed to do that. It was you Mm -hmm. just being able to have that sort of detachment and celebration with anybody who was the right person for the moment felt really cool. Just knowing that everybody does have a moment when they are the person for the other person. Yeah. And the amount of like, it worked out exactly how it was supposed to for everybody. Like if you got the other person, it was exactly what you needed. And that person didn't walk away like, oh, I wish Krista would have talked to me instead of only it was like, oh, okay. Like that was what I needed. Awesome. So there was no like, oh, let down energy. It was very like, oh, this is what I need. And I need it right now. And like, you know, one person I met with, like literally on the steps of the Acropolis to talk about stuff because that's the timing that worked out. And it was like, okay. I guess this is where we're doing it. And, you know, one person I talked to on the top of the volcano in Santorini, because that's when they needed the time and we approached them then. And like, it was just these experiences that um, were not only like exactly what they needed at the time, but also exactly the place that they needed it. So like the energy was really charged. One thing that I found very interesting and a lot of clients kind of felt this too, which was very, very cool. From the moment we entered um, the country, basically from the moment I stepped out of the plane in Athens, my energy started feeling like I was like a flag in the wind. Like it was literally like a boom, boom, like the whole time. And especially if I went up a floor, like it was kind of okay if I was standing on the ground. But if I went up at least, even just one story, I was like, I feel nauseous. Like what is happening? Like we had a pretty tall hotel room. I think we were on the 16th floor or something for our first night. And I thought the building was just like one of those buildings that are like earthquake safe or something. So they kind of wiggle a little bit and you can kind of feel that. And so I was thinking like that what it was and it d- was not that because it continued throughout the entirety of the trip um, with the exception of like when I was swimming or when I was hiking on like the actual like dirt land or when we were climbing the volcano, I didn't feel it then. But anytime I was in any sort of like town or, or anything, I could feel it really clearly. And it was cool because I brought it up to Krista, kind of felt it. I brought it up to multiple clients who also were feeling it. Dan felt it. Weston felt it. I was like, okay, there's something here. Like this is, this is odd. And I truly think it was just, there was so many layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of history all sitting there, all vying for attention basically. And we were just open to it. And so it was almost like our body was like, oh no, there's so much going on in this space. What it feels like is the physical body didn't know which realm to exist in of all Mm -hmm. the different options that there were. Uh, When we went to the museum, it was this really cool moment of like, oh, wow. Like there are so many levels upon levels upon levels. So many Mm -hmm. civilizations that came through here. And even before it was officially Greece, there were others. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Which was intriguing. Cause like, if you think about it, like when I went to Italy, I didn't have that feeling, but Rome was never conquered. Mm-hmm. Rome was just Rome. It's still Rome. Like it's the same thing that it's been, you know, there was previous like indigenous civilizations there a little bit, but other than that, it's just the layers of history of just kind of Rome itself. Greece has been conquered by itself, let alone other places by <laughs> other things. <laughs> it's been like, even up to the mid, um, like 1900s i think they were pretty much still trying to get a bad regime out of there so there's so much history and i think the body was definitely like that but the weird thing was um when we got to the top of the acropolis like our tour guide who was not malcolm who was someone who's like an acropolis specialist set us down on like on this rock and she was just pointing out things like oh this is this temple for athena and this is athena and poseidon and like talking about some of the history of it or whatever and i was standing like off to the side on like a sidewalk and i was like i still i feel really right now like it was bad and i got like a shove like a physical like like you need to move over there and so like walked over there like out onto this kind of rock outcropping bit and all of a sudden my feeling went away like completely disappeared and i was like well this is new this has been almost a week over a week of this what's going on so i like walked over to little marquee and basically where we had been sat was a temple of artemis but there was no archaeological record there. It was just like written records. And I was like, wow, that's weird. And she basically yelled like, well, it's because I built it out of wood. <laughs> I'm the nature goddess. I built it out of wood. I didn't build it out of stone. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, that makes sense. But I basically just like stood over there while she was giving like the history of everything to all the clients. And I was just like, oh, like I'm not pukey. I can stand in this temple and be healed. And then a bunch of other people were like, yeah, I don't really feel my thing anymore either. I was like, because we were sitting in a temple and we didn't even know it. Um, but it massively helped, which was just a really cool kind of culmination experience for a lot of us on the trip, I think. Yeah, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I know we could keep talking about it forever and ever and ever because it was so incredible, but we're excited to do more of them. Let's just put it there. <laughs> yeah, and we are setting intentions to be able to do more and make them more available with more options. Uh, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it is also at the time of recording Emily's birthday and I want to honor that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So what is the energy? uh, Let's just touch really quick, um, on the energy of this week. Also, like I said, we do have space in Ireland. If this really screams out to you, you can always email us and ask us questions. Um, it is a writing focused retreat in Ireland. If you don't know what you're writing, but you would like to go, um, you can honestly still come and just put some intention into developing an idea or even getting an idea while there for writing. You will get a lot out of it. Um, even if you've just always dreamed of writing and never had the chance to do it this is a pretty perfect time to do it and honestly the second we got home I started channeling into the Ireland trip and I was like oh this could be so cool well I know Dan's really excited to just do random poetry whatever strikes him that's what Weston said too yeah (laughs) and even if you're just journaling you know Mm -hmm. pull pull in uh Emily Emily Wild yeah Mm -hmm. pull in Emily Wild and just field journal your experience there I think it's a really cool idea yeah Uh, yeah so as far as the energy this week it's pretty docile, which I think we deserve, until um, the 15th on Thursday when this episode releases, we do have Mercury square Saturn. Mercury's in domicile, Saturn's in Pisces. This has been described by my mentor and uh, a friend of mine as Mercury is in chariot, in domicile, like cruising, not even close to retrograde right now. And then Saturn's like the hold up. So it's like, it reminds me of like a little kid who's running out to play and the parents like, nope, you got to put your coat on. Nope. You got to do this. So I think we're going to be just checking ourselves before 
mm-hmm. possibly like check yourself before you wreck yourself because then you won't wreck yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're going to, I'm saying this is a time where if we were headed on a trajectory that might wreck us, this is something that would intervene and say, yeah. Hey, before it gets worse, put on a coat or whatever we need to do. Yeah. Um, but then immediately after Mercury will, um, form a sextile with Venus on the 17th as the same time as Saturn does turn retrograde until about November, I believe. Um, Saturn retrogrades every year, so it's not too big of a thing, but uh, the Mercury-Venus sextile is is lovely enough. You know, this is a good time for poetry. This is a good time for writing things out, planning things that you want to do. With Venus also being in Cancer, she's pretty happy there. So it's going to be a good time. I'll have my skits going for that. No worries. And then we do have our new moon coming up in Gemini on the 18th, which is also uh, Dan, my husband's birthday. And that same day we'll have uh, the sun square Neptune, which is uh, just a little fuzzy stuff going on. So that one's not too big, big of a thing that I think we'll feel personally. You might feel a little lethargic, new moon square Neptune, you know, mm-hmm. you have an eye, fuzzy thoughts, uh, possibly, but keep it like it's a really communications maybe in the headlines. I feel like it's going to be a really good new moon for manifesting like little magics. Like, Hey, would you like to remember that magic is real? This is a new moon to manifest that. Would you like a little thing to like, just work out? This is a new moon to manifest it. It's like those kinds of things, not necessarily like all of your dreams. I mean, you can, but like, you can do that at any time, but this is like, a really nice little magic moon, mm-hmm. um, you know, shifts in your energy or someone else perspective, perspective shift, those kinds of things yeah. is, would be a really good thing to manifest. Yeah. And this course, energy feels oddly right. cozy and warm this whole week. So. Well, in the 21st, we do come into summer. We do. We're hitting summer, the best of the seasons. Yeah. I think <laughs> I it's going to be a nice, so. like everybody gets to chill after a pretty dynamic last two weeks. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for being here. We're going to get all of our stuff back on track. I know both of us had very spotty ability to work while the whole time we were in Greece. So um, like our Patreon peeps, my Patreon peeps, anyone who's emailed me, like that's what's going on. So we've been kind of out of it, but we're back into the swing of it. Um, Yeah. And we're really happy that you're here and that we get to share this space with you. Uh, We hope that this all resonated with you and sparked some joy, even if for your own travel and that you take all this energy and you go make some some magic. Doing my best to be confident there after everybody on the bus was like, yeah, you guys never get it. (laughs) Keep trying. (laughs) Bye.